0: As always, this episode is brought to you by Set GK Goalkeeper Gloves. Gloves by the pros, for the pros. With six different models to choose, they guarantee you'll find the feel and fit you're looking for. Use promo code JG25 at checkout for 25% off your order. Set GK. It all starts with your set. We just talk about first you know obviously we just we just spoke about it but how you got started with uh, goalkeeping coach in america
1: yeah uh so I originally came out uh doing summer camps i worked for a company called soccer academy which mm-hmm. is based in northern virginia um realized that america was kind of where i wanted to be
0: uh land of opportunity yeah <laughs> land of opportunity
1: land of dreams so from there I got longer visas right. and then kind of branched off away from soccer academy and was working in the youth like different youth teams in Northern Virginia and then uh, the, a year or two before the NWSL was formed I volunteered and worked for DC United Women mm. and then the owner of DC United Women bought into the new league the NWSL and that was where I coached for the Washington Spirit And from the Washington Spirit to Orlando and then from Orlando to yeah. to sunny Kansas yeah.
0: <laughs> sunny and beautiful weather yes in, in January right yes <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of just going from DC United to Washington Spirit you know being I guess a younger and newer coach in the professional game, when did you start developing your own goalkeeping philosophy and understanding of who you were as a coach?
1: Yeah, I think I think it's something that's always ongoing. Right. I think it's something that like your philosophy and your feelings towards the position is adapting constantly and you you, you wanna stay hot with whatever the topic is or I think I think it also changes depend on the goalkeepers that you work with mm. as well within the pro environment like can I manipulate this person in a certain way to get the best out of them which might be different from previous goalkeepers that you work with but like I think it's just crazy because there's things that I coach and I'm a really firm believer in now that I was like never taught as a goalkeeper as a player in my really short playing Mm -hmm. career that I had so I think it's just something that is constantly adapting constantly changing like there's certain things that you aren't going to change probably Um, but yeah, just always being flexible with it. But it, I mean, it, it would have took me to, like multiple years to like really figure out right. the direction that I wanted to go in with what I
0: believe in. Mm-hmm. So, what are some of the qualities? I guess that, you know you can you can humbly brag about yourself now. <laughs> um, that, some of the characteristics that made you successful um, at Orlando and now I guess getting to get to into, get into the, the point where you're at right now.
1: I think um, the biggest thing is like being a people person. Mm-hmm. I think everyone worries a lot about, like, what's my session going to look like? Like, am I going to hit all the coaching points that I need to hit? Am I going to, like, am I going to develop the goalkeeper? Mm -hmm. But I think if you're a people person and you're willing to speak to people and you're willing to have conversations and and build relationships, Mm -hmm. I think that will always aid you as a coach because people will be willing to, to help you. People will be willing to have honest conversations with you, which will always help
0: you grow right of course so being that people person working with somebody with the skills and qualities of Ashlyn Harris and then you have let's say a new you know I think last year two years ago Brittany Wilson Mm -hmm. entered the league you know so how do you balance now you have a national team goalkeeper and a rookie coming into the league and how do you create that environment to where both can be successful while catering to each individual's needs
1: yeah so we um we developed a the IDP um, form an uh, individu- individual development plan. So each goalkeeper, and I've done it with my Kansas goalkeepers, for to start going into preseason, they have this form that they fill out where they essentially self-evaluate themselves. Right. Um, within that, there's goal setting and there's there's certain areas that they want to maybe put a little more thought into. So we basically like give them that, which pretty much acts like a script for their yep. season. So you've identified this as a weakness, Uh, we'll evaluate that, I don't know, say a month after Mm pre-season and then I'll identify some areas that I think need growth and then from that that's like like the the base level of our IDP and then, you know, when you get those days where it's kind of like, well what do you want to do today, we don't have those conversations because they've already identified those areas months prior, Right. so if you want to get better at crossing and we have 20 minutes at the end of training, let's do crossing, you know, it's, it's a simple answer so um that's how we kind of keep everyone bought into their own individual development right. as well as the team winning games
0: for sure for sure so what are some of the things that you're going to do at kansas city with the new group you know kind of first first week or so how are you going to build that relationship and build essentially try to build that trust with them and I guess you kind of just touch on it too with the IDPs and doing yeah. that for them. And
1: yeah, so I think some of it, is, the, the IDP is a big one for me. Mm-hmm. And then there's obviously video review that we'll right. do as, as preseason goes on, where it's like this is how I think this this scenario should be played out, right. which will kind of allow them to see a little bit into my philosophy on how certain scenarios I think are played out successfully. Yeah. So I think it's having those conversations with video to back it up. It's having the IDP to like show, all right, this is how we're going to invest in you as well as investing in the number one. Um, But then it's like finding moments to have conversations. Where are you from? What school did you play at? Like, you know, do you want to have a family? Like, you know, just general like chit chat. So I think it's it's important to like grab a coffee. It's important to go, you know, sit with them at lunch or whatever Mm -hmm. and just try and take that. Um, I don't know the coach, player. Try and take that out of it and just yeah. be like two humans in a conversation. Person, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: so, how do you work now with a new head coach in getting getting them to buy into, or I guess getting the whole staff to, to buy into what you do as a goalkeeper coach? You know, again, it's probably going to get a little bit redundant here, but you know, what a is it different? Do you approach that differently than you would something else?
1: Um.
0: I think it's different because it's a little different
1: because obviously the head the head coach's philosophy will overwrite whatever my philosophy is. Right. So if they want their goalkeeper to build out from the back or be exceptional in a certain area, then that's a certain area that I'm going to have to give focus to, right. whether that's my beliefs or not. Right. You know. Yeah, I so um, I think it's like having those two ideas of how. The, the team is identified with the goalkeeper mm. as a part of that and then merging those two ideas. But then also, like, if there's something that I really believe in, it's having the confidence to speak out about that and then the why behind it. Right. Well, if we can get her or him doing this, then that's going to aid the team this way. And I think that's what's really important about articulating your beliefs. It's this is why and this is how, rather than just being like, i want my goalkeepers to play out from the back right you know right. it's like all yeah. oh, right that's great we all want that <laughs> but yeah. we need to have layers we need to have movement from the field players we need to have xyz so um i think it's important to articulate the why yeah behind
0: no being, um it's interesting i just keep hearing more recently um about how how to articulate your message and somebody like i uh, just heard someone talking about winston, winston churchill he was really good articulator of the message which made him a good leader because mm-hmm. you know it got people to, to buy in and yep. and really understand why we were doing things whether whether it was right or wrong. I mean, he was dealing with some life or death situation, right. but yeah. but I mean, world we're just dealing World with War Two go- yeah. or coaching a goalkeeper, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. But still, just uh, that understanding of how to articulate is is interesting. But it's a uh, it's a good I guess quality to to be able to. Because
1: I on. think because the, there's going to be moments where I'm wrong, right? You know, and I think it's it's be. It, being able to have that conversation of like, all right, this is how I think you should have done it, but yes. why did you do it that way? Right. And they might have a really good reason why they mm. did it that way, because they might have seen something that I haven't noticed. So then it just opens up a dialogue, right. and I think that's what, for me, that's what coaching is. It's like, a, it, it's, a, it's, it's a, it's a, a duet. it's a duet. It's a, yeah. like it's a, it's a, a group. Mm. You know, it's not right. me, you. And, and it's not, I'm not performing a statue. Right. I'm like, we're all creating, we're creating a song essentially, you know. Yeah.
0: So because goalkeepers will most likely have had a, t- a handful of coaches in the past, the ones that you're gonna uh, start working with, are you focused on what, like, kind of changing their, their ways or are you more just focused on working with them and how to kind of combine their way and your way if something that they do was taught? differently than how you're going to teach?
1: Yeah, I think the latter is probably the better answer Mm. because, you know, like AD's an older goalkeeper. She's been successful from Mm. being who she is. So, it's like, if I want a situation played out a certain way, it is saying, well, this is, you have the attributes to do this, and this is why I think you're going to be able to execute, and this is why I think that this scenario is going to play out successfully for you. So, it's it's back, it's being able to back up, being able to back up the why, but behind the coaching point. Right. I think is really important. So now the younger goalkeepers, it might be, it might be completely different. It might be like, all right, this is how I want you to be. And, yeah. and for you to be at this level, in my opinion, you need to be able to do it this way. So that it's definitely different, but depending on the person yeah. or the, the level, the level that they are at. Um, but, yeah, like the older veteran goalkeepers, it's always a collabor- it's a collaboration yeah, for sure. I hear
0: you. Could you tell us about a, a really memorable moment for you in your coaching career to where, like, something just clicked and you're like, this is awesome, this is why I do it?
1: I mean, there's, there's um, so, yeah, there's there's so many good right? moments, like a, a really good one. Um, so we had Aubrey Bledso- Bledsoe played for us in Orlando. Um she now plays for the Washington Spirit, right. just one goalkeeper of the year, like getting called into the youth, uh, international teams, which is really cool for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so when she was in Orlando, she wanted to learn how to, how to do the, the split saves. So yeah. we would we would spend hours and hours like working on it after mm-hmm. training and like really breaking down the technique and then putting in scenarios where she could work on it. And, you know, she was getting frustrated and there'd be times where like it wasn't working for whatever reason. Well, then we played a game and actually it was against the spirit but she was playing for orlando and um but i mean she executed the technique like perfectly the scenario was right the timing was right the bravery was really good and it was like this it was just it was just really cool like after the game being able to go that's like all that hours of work that you've done is for that moment and now it's like a technique that she uses you know it's in her toolbox now so
0: like I mean, that. How long do you realistically start interrupt? Think it took to just so people understand, like how long it takes to really get something quote unquote in your toolbox, and to be able to uh, use in you know one second of a game. Oh, hours. Hours, right? Yeah. I
1: mean, like we would, I mean, we would work on it in training because mm. it's, a, it's a, I mean, you always see in that scenario, yeah, right? right, whether it's a breakaway or you're doing a finishing drill of some kind. Yeah. But then there would be, you know, we'd come in on off days and work on it. would we'd, we'd mm. do extra after training yeah. like 20 minutes here 20 minutes there and obviously it's a it's a technique where there's obviously a lot of strain on your body as well right. so you can't overdo okay. it
0: yeah but, but so like 20 minutes it's, it's crazy it's like i think a lot of people don't understand it either it's just like 20 minutes every day it adds up and it adds up and it adds up yep. like you don't you know if you want to do extra work it doesn't have to be an extra two hours no. right 20 minutes like, can over a course of a period is, is huge
1: well i i even say to like younger youth like youth level goalkeepers like if you're watching tv and a commercial comes on, right. Like, is there something that you can do in that Three, four five minutes, minutes yeah. or whatever it is that can aid you? Like, Is it like, like you do a plank right. until until you can't do it anymore? Or you, is there some hand-eye coordination yeah, stuff yeah. that you can do with a tennis ball against the wall if your parents will let you? Right. You know, so yeah, is there like... Yeah, you can crank something out. Like, right. So, like, there's so many hours, minutes in the day that you can sneak little things in without it being a workout yeah you know yeah, without yeah. it being something excessive so yeah like the youth goalkeepers that i've worked with in the past it's like well okay you need to get you want to get stronger so can you plank for 30 seconds you know 30 right. seconds on 30 seconds off for, for two minutes three mm-hmm. minutes whatever um is it hand-eye coordination is it like just bouncing a tennis ball on the right. floor during commercials like which will help with with that aspect yeah. of your game um so yeah like there's ways that you can sneak yeah sneak for sure, stuff
0: for sure so what are some of the the challenges that you feel that you're you're facing kind of day in day out and some things that maybe you want to start developing in your way as a coach
1: that's a really good question so that's i mean really i know really you're i know question. you're perfect but you know yeah absolutely yeah. perfect i'm mary poppins yeah. <laughs> no like I, I mean i definitely need to get better um on the on the technical side of things as far as like technology right so like i would love to be able to like put a cleaner presentation together on um a technique that we're working on that i can sit down with a goalkeeper and just you know play a video and (laughs) all the things that i see come up um i mean that would be a big one for me like there's still significant areas like I, I, I'm always want to learn. So right. you know, I'd love to connect with some of the, the coaches in Kansas, that like sport in Kansas and local right, youth right. Co- uh, goalkeeper coaches. That because they might change or show me something that I don't know. So, um, but I mean, like for me, just in general, like the technology part, I need to get yeah, better. At. I'm a little, yeah. little old school. I'm limited with what I can do with video editing. Right. Um, so that's something that I think I could grow up.
0: That's just so video analysis is obviously an important part of your training yeah. and getting to know the goalkeeper. Yeah, I
1: mean we we record every training session, obviously mm-hmm. every match is filmed and like for me, like I feel like a lot of my coaching is done in those video sessions right. rather than on the training ground. So if I can clean up and have a more effective way of putting together like a
0: package for the goalkeeper, yeah. then no, that's, interesting. that's something yeah.
1: that I think I could get better at
0: a lot of time it's, it's more like session planning or, yeah. or like relationship building what have you but yeah. you know it's like you don't hear too much about I guess now technology so that's cool but um you know what um, what else would you say that you feel you or like what are you doing we'll say on a daily basis that you are trying to learn you know, where are you looking for resources to, to learn a little bit yeah
1: so um like we're having meetings with with Huddle and with Sports Code and with, with those guys so um I think really like anytime you want to improve an area it's finding someone <laughs> yeah. that is like is has excelled in that area and yeah. picking their brains on it so I, ge- I guess that's that's the way that I, I'm yeah. gonna go about it I'm gonna reach out to the guys that are wizards on the Macs
0: and wizards on at the yeah. programs that yeah. they
1: use and don't be frightened to ask questions and
0: yeah go about it that way. Speaking of asking questions what do you in your training sessions do you encourage obviously I yeah, know I would think you encourage question asking but how do you get you know goalkeepers to kind of step out a little bit maybe maybe you do have a rookie and a young you know obviously working with AD and and her her capabilities you know you do maybe the rookie's a little bit shy at first mm. in, in asking questions and trying to figure something out so how do you encourage yeah, you know I think them to want to learn really
1: i think it's creating an environment that they're comfortable asking questions mm-hmm. um, because there is going to be times where it is confusing the speed's quicker um, the level is higher um, so those rookie goalkeepers it is a challenge at times and it's like I always want to be able to explain the why so if they don't understand the why behind an aspect of their game or an aspect of training then like I want them to be able to ask that so it is like that relationship building having mm-hmm. them comfortable yeah. being able to say like well, why do you want me to do this with my hands or why do you want my legs to move in this way or why is that technique better than this technique in this scenario? So, um, and then hopefully, you always have a why for, for what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, and then hopefully, and that all ties into my philosophy as right. how I want a goalkeeper to look and how I want a goalkeeper to execute. So, it, it's it's part of the them learning them learning me and me learning them and right. and, and growing from there as a unit.
0: That's the, the importance of asking questions can, can't be understated oh for so. sure for sure yeah but no lloyd i appreciate you taking the time anytime Dave. it's very insightful for me so i appreciate awesome it. thank awesome. you awesome thank you all right